0: I'm Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks podcast, where each week we take turns picking a piece of media we like, making the other person watch or read or whatever it for the first time, and then we talk about it on this podcast. Grant, what did we talk about today?
1: We talked about the Stephen King adaptation film on Netflix, In the Tall Grass.
0: talking about again oh uh in the tall grass grass, yeah a netflix original movie that is a stephen king adaptation had you seen this
1: before uh before recommend like choosing it
0: yes i i had watched it and was like i like this And then we were at a point where it's like, oh, it's my turn to recommend something. We're in the awkward phase of like, it's still technically October when we're picking, but we're definitely recording and airing this after Halloween. Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I like this movie enough that I want to talk about it. And because I thought I just think it's an interesting thing to talk about. Um, And it's right in that kind of sweet spot of like, it's not horror it's not halloweeny it's cerebral and weird and creepy but i i wouldn't think a, it wouldn't be a, a movie i would recommend for someone to watch on like october 31st um so i was like yeah i think this fe- this works this feels like a good transition out of the horror se- uh horror season cool yeah um I had obviously only seen it very recently between, Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, came prior out pretty recently, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think- Beginning of October, um, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, Helen and I had seen it on there, and we watched the trailer or something, and I just saw, you know, based on Stephen King's whatever. I don't even know if it's a short story or a novel or whatever. I looked it
1: up. It's a novella that oh, okay. he, uh, wrote with his son.
0: Gotcha. So it's a relatively recent thing, too? Yeah. Nice. Um, I was like, "Oh yeah, that's you know, I I like adaptations of Stephen King books. I don't like reading Stephen King stuff because I find it the pacing actually works better in film than it does uh, in paper. Because mm-hmm. it's usually like, oh, it's a neat concept, mo-, or you know, creature or concept or like just it's a thing that it's very based on the premise and if." especially with the books, you're probably reading the book because you already heard, know what the premise is. Like, you if you go, I, w- I try to go back and read Needful Things after seeing the Rick and Morty episode and, like, knowing what Needful Things is, it's like, I get it! Get on with it! Get, get to the devil part! Like, it's like, chapters and chapters and chapters of, like, like, is he the devil? I won't tell, wink! And you're like, fuck, I already know! Like, let's get on with it! So that's why I like the Stephen King film stuff better, usually. Um, so yeah, I saw the trailer a while ago, and it's like, oh, this, you know, that I'm already sold, just because it's a modern Stephen King adaptation thing, not a weird, you know, 80s made-for-TV movie thing. Um, but yeah, so I watched it. Should I give a, uh, hum? I I already said I liked it. The thing I like about it is kind of the like the spoiler almost. So I don't know that how much I can say outside of outside of what's either a spoiler or literally in the fucking title. What is the spooky thing in this movie? It's the tall grass. The tall grass is spooky somehow. I think mm. that's all I can really say until we get into spoilers. And you're saying that
1: specifically is something that you like about it? or
0: No, I'm saying there's a thing that what the spookiness is, is what I like about it. Got I don't it. have an affection it. for tall grass. Uh, uh, well, I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just meant no, you I appreciate like that, the clarification. That you, you like that the
1: tall grass is the spooky thing.
0: No, I like what the spooky... I like the spookiness... Okay, well, uh, Okay. so there's a, like, there's an object, in Stephen King short stories, usually, in novellas, there's, like, an object that is spooky, and that has a spooky nature to it. You know, so in, like, The Mangler, it's a haunted, uh, dry-cleaning machine. This, in, in The Tall Grass, the spooky thing is tall grass. But the nature of its spookiness is more than just, like, it's haunted! Like, there's there's a wrinkle to that, that and that wrinkle is the thing I like. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Do mm-hmm. you have anything you want to add before we go into the spoiler grass?
1: Um, I guess if we're just giving our... Summation of it, or whatever. Uh, High-level feelings. Um, I will explain this, I guess, more. Mm-hmm. But... If someone was like, Hey, should I watch that? I would say, Nah, you don't really need to. Yeah,
0: that's fair. <laughs> uh, I, it, I think... I. I will say, like... I really like the first half of the movie, the second half can kind of fuck off, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, because I... it's so hinged on the premise and not on the characters or their struggle or anything like that.
1: I, I guess, okay, let's go into it and we can talk a little bit yeah. about it. yeah, so, to go. Watch it or not, yeah. <laughs> uh, um I think it has an
0: interesting premise
1: if if you if you're more leaning towards what I said, like you can listen a little bit more and yeah. see if it, like honestly it like I don't think personally that spoilers will truly affect your watching of this movie that much uh there like theoretically it would, but it's a weird uh, one where, like... It, it, it's pretty, it's pretty... If
0: you spoiled what, like, the mechanic is, I probably, it would have been a skippable movie for me. But because I didn't know what it was at all going in and watching it, I had fun being, like, figuring it out. Figuring out uh-huh. the, the puzzle, almost. Mm-hmm. And I think if you told me the premise going into it, I'd be able to (sighs) I think I'd have a different experience with that aspect, and because I agree with you, where everything but the puzzle is kind of like serviceable at best, and skippable also, it's like yeah, like, I guess I'll say, if I listened to this episode of the podcast that we are actively recording prior to seeing the movie, I would feel no need to see the movie
1: yeah, no, I agree with that, but that's because I didn't like the movie that much.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, yeah, getting into it,
1: spoilers full. Um, I think part of the reason I felt that way was maybe because of just being familiar with a certain amount of Stephen King stuff mm-hmm. or or just in general the horror tropes or whatever. I sort of locked on pretty early to the concept. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fun. That's cool. And then the rest of the movie did absolutely nothing to change that like impression or like to, you know, like it wasn't like, um like for the rest of the movie, I kept kind of thinking like, yeah, this premise would be cool. I feel like this would be better served as a creepy pasta, and yeah. it kind of is for at least Stephen King's world, where he usually writes shit like long, ass you know things, and he wrote this as an eighty page like right, so he's you know, so restraining
0: like for, himself, right?
1: So for like Stephen King level, yeah, it is kind of a creepy pasta for yeah. him, and it makes sense in that respect. I feel like doing a hour and a half version of it i felt like i needed maybe like maybe 30 minutes like,
0: yeah. it, no, like I, I, you know i, what agree I mean with like that it's it kind of falls into the good like uh there's been kind of a a, a a theme of like our halloweeny stuff where like the thing i i like in a in a weird spooky creepy movie is if it feels like a Goosebumps episode. Uh-huh. The negative aspect of that is, a Goosebumps episode is 30 minutes long. Right, right, <laughs> You right. know? You get, and so was Twilight Zone. You get the premise, and there's usually, like, a, an additional twist at the end, and then that's it, and you're out. And mm-hmm. I do agree that this would work better as it. So, um, we should probably say, since we're in spoilers, but still early, we should probably cover what the Right. The thing is. So, so the tall well, grass is, like, nine feet tall grass. Uh, the, the inciting incident is, like, a girl, and we find out the guy she's with is her brother. Um, they're driving through the countryside, and they pull over, and they hear, like, a kid being like, help, I'm lost in the tall grass! Uh, which... Sounds comedic on its face, like, even in the moment. And then, like, a couple of chuckleheads, the two just kind of, like, walk in. And, like, yeah, I have the benefit uh, uh, as an observer of knowing that this is a horror movie about tall grass, so I kind of ha- am a little bit more primed to know not to fucking do that. Uh, but still, I'd like to think I'd be smart enough not to fucking just be like, Oh, you're lost in the tall grass? I guess I'll walk into the tall grass.
1: Yeah, I feel like a little bit of, like, it is horror movie logic, so it's a fine, it's okay, but, like, yeah. I feel like if I was in that situation, it's like, all right, I'll just keep yelling so you can just walk this way.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, and, and like, it, it's almost frustrating in that beginning moment, because they are trying to do that. They're like, hey, just come to our voice, and, they're, and yeah. then it's a, there's a lot of, like, you're moving! No, we're not. Yes, you are. Eventually, yeah. Once you yeah, get which, in there, like, yeah, it, it kind of hits a frustrating point until you get that it is a it is spooky tall grass. And, oh, I when the second
1: that there was a change of direction of sound, I was like, oh, okay, the tall grass is like you get lost. To teleport, teleporter, so it's a maze. It's like yeah, a crazy I, th- mystical maze kind of thing. Like I, cool.
0: I did kind of like the ramp of. Showing that just because I think the mundanity of tall of it being, you know, it's not a house, it's not a creepy mansion or a TARDIS or anything. It's uh-huh. it's the mundanity of tall grass. I think makes it feel a little bit more like. Wait, it, no, it can't be that. Like, well, that's I, the thing. You know, I I kind of like you know, I,
1: I it's again I like there's some things that I like that it did where, but I just totally. Would have made it faster paced because like right, yeah. a lot of it is like, okay, we get it, and then just just quickly jump to the scene where they both jump up twice and they're crazy yeah. far away from each other, you know, without moving
0: or whatever. It's like okay, she and she, that's and she a like because cool she's so fucking shocked. Like I thought that was right. actually really well done. That was done. a very
1: effective and cool shot. Yeah, yeah. And it's like just do that sooner
0: and like yes. you know yeah. what I mean? everything like, can just be shortened by like. 30% right <laughs> uh, across right. the board. Yeah, a little yeah. less. Stop moving. I didn't move. Yes, you did. Like, all of that can uh-huh. be moved around. Uh, and then there is a weirdly, mm-hmm. there is like a Twilight Zone twist at like the 30 minute mark uh-huh. where, in addition to like the tall grass, kind of can like teleport you essentially. But I do like that it's not until the very end it there are literally like wormholes and bullshit. Mm. Uh, I like that prior to that it's a thing where it's like you know you're walking and you're yes the audio cha- seems to change location and stuff but there's not you don't perceive any supernaturalness it's just like uh it, it's it's very like kind of almost camouflaged by the nature of the yeah. environment. Yeah. Um so I really like that it masks the supernaturalness, and it's very difficult to actually prove to yourself something
1: painting is going on. Exactly, because that's the the creepy part about this, is that it's like, oh, if any person ever has ever been lost in a field, they could feel the same feeling that these guys are feeling, but obviously it's supernatural in this movie, but it, like, yeah, it's, it's... the person can can apply that supernatural feeling, you know, into their own life or whatever if they were get lost in a field mm-hmm. of tall grass until the end where it gets more, right. you know, and intense or whatever.
0: I think the thing I thought it would be fun to talk about is, like, the mechanics of it lend itself to—you can emulate this in a game— a lot easier than you can, yeah. I think, in any other media. You know, like the Mario 64 staircase is kind of a, a prime yeah. example of like, yeah, you run upstairs forever and then you turn around and you've taken five steps. And like, yeah, right. that's fundamentally not possible. There's a
1: lot of Stanley Parable stuff that does it mostly yeah. for comedic effect, but it could e- easily just be done for more of a horrific effect. Yeah, um, like
0: a beginner's guide kind of I don't stuff. Know
1: if, I don't know if you got the far this far in Control, but there's some stuff that Control does. Yeah, that, I kind of uh, figured. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. Uh, it's very,
0: yeah, it's very yeah, much it's, in that vein. Yeah, Control, and the difference is, like, Control, you know you're in a supernatural world, and I think right. the, the thing I found appealing in this is, like, uh, particularly after having just done a cross-country drive, it's like, no, I've seen that in real life. Like right. That, you know, yeah, like, that, that's... I'm glad I didn't watch this movie before then. Yeah. Um. Oh, but we should say that, so the Twilight zone twist at the 30-minute mark is... Okay, so the girl and her brother, they're traveling because she's pregnant, and her boyfriend is, like, bailed on them out of the picture or whatever... Mm-hmm. They go into the wood into the tall grass, looking for the kid. We see that like months later the boyfriend's actually trying to track them down because they've gone missing. Uh-huh. um, I don't think we don't know it's months later. We know it's been time later uh, and then he goes into the tall grass, yeah, he sees their
1: car and it's like yeah, looking for dust. them
0: essentially because he yeah. sees their cars pulled over and stuff um and then he runs into the kid who was the one who the comp- the sister and brother were looking for. And then I forget how he gets separated from the kid. The kid's always fucking running off. I like, Yeah, the kid, the kid sucks. Yeah. But then he somehow gets close enough to the edge of the road, and he hears the kid talking outside the tall grass. And he's like, Kid, you got out of the tall grass. It's me, your best friend, Sketchy Joe. And then the kid's like, I don't know why it's catchy, Joe, because Twist also time travels a part of this, and that's the kid prior to getting lost in the tall grass. Mm -hmm. And then pretty much everything after that is kind of either very paint-by-numbers Stephen King stuff, like, oh, the tall grass is probably magic because of this big alien rock, which has uh, appropriate Native American imagery, and uh, it makes normal dads go crazy and violent and as, an, as a magical place does. There's an inappropriate relationship into yep. that. Uh, yeah, there's you know,
1: a bunch of unnecessary shit. That's yeah,
0: pretty much. A hundred percent
1: is definitely in the original story without ever reading it. I can guarantee you that it's all very Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. Like,
0: like it, it kind of goes from like a cool concept twilight like modern twilight zone episode to just like oh now it's just a Stephen King story. It it's similar to what we were saying about uh um Dreamcatcher without being as like clearly dumb fun as Dreamcatcher mm. is. It's just like it's it's all the same shit that he always does.
1: Yeah, and you know I, this is where like so he wrote a novella. I do wish because so the, a, a lot of the Stephen King that I actually really like is uh, his short stories. Like when he like really, really limits the amount of time that he has to to tell something. Like <laughs> I, I there's a twenty page short story that I read of his that I really really like and. This movie could have. I feel like it's an eighty-page novella could have probably been whittled down to a thirty-page novel like short story. And then, in terms of like the show, it could have been seven-hour and a half movie. It could have <coughs> been, like you said, like half-hour special or something. You know, like it, it very much. Um, yeah, it has. It's it's it, the kind of cool idea is weighted down a little bit i think by both unnecessary stephen king shit mm-hmm. and also like one thing that bugs me a lot and it's it's in general this is i i don't um i don't critique this too hardcore usually but because it's really hard but figuring out the pacing of revealing stuff a, every, everybody, every viewer is completely different in terms of their knowledge of tropes and, and understanding mm-hmm. of what's going on, and, like, it's, it's genuinely a really difficult thing, especially once you shoot, you know, a whole movie that probably has just hours and hours and hours of footage to edit it down into, you know, a coherent, you know, movie, but then also make sure it's not going too quickly or whatever, like it's probably this kind of stuff is the hardest part about creating stories for other people. So I get it. It's Mm -hmm. difficult. But if we're still evaluating it, I would say that this movie was a little unsuccessful, at least for me in terms of like, it would hit something like the whole thing with like the turnaround with the, uh, the boyfriend and the kid and stuff. It was like, okay, like, you know, I, you know, I see that interaction starts and I've seen him look at a dusty van, and it was sitting next to like a, ni- a car from the 1950s. And immediately I was like, okay, I, I'm getting some, mm-hmm. you know, time is being weird, not just location kind of stuff here. And then it took another, like, 15 minutes <laughs> to, to, you know, get through that whole loop of paying that off,
0: I feel like. Yeah, and, I, yeah. are you... That's I, I, I think I agree with you. I don't know if that is the best example. No, no, that, no, There's other examples that are way better for sure. Just since yeah, because we that, about that, that just sounds like you just being a particularly observant viewer, uh, almost uh, to uh, the detriment of your experience. Because I, I, I think, I think maybe initial... I don't know cars, first off, so maybe that's part of it. But there are definitely aspects like, oh, the way, uh, you know, the dad talks is a little old fashioned and stuff, but so I couldn't like I wouldn't be able to know if that's time versus just the way Stephen King thinks midwesterners yeah. talk sure. kind of thing. Um so like I was definitely not as primed for that. I also watch it at like two in the morning, so maybe mm. that's part of it too.
1: But uh, yeah I, I just in general like you said I, I think that there's just a good amount of trimming that could have been done. Oh for sure. Of yeah. of both I think and there's two aspects of it. There's the trimming that could have been done to the movie as is, you know, to get like a better pacing and a better like feeling out of it, but then also on top of that, trimming out the unnecessary stuff that Stephen King wrote, you know, right. like, we were, like- I, well,
0: because it's funny you say it would work better as like a creepy pasta kind of thing, which I agree with, but I one thing I think the strongest creepy pastas do error. <laughs> or the media of a creepypasta allows you to do in a way a short story doesn't really support as strongly is you don't have to fucking write an ending necessarily. Right. Um, Which is kind of, you know, that, that works been, I, to their advantage. And I, with this, I, I kind of wish it, it, if it straight up ended when the, ti- the ti- you know, the boyfriend lures the kid into the grass and it's like, yep, that's, that's it. Isn't that spooky? I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, that was spooky." Yeah, I would have preferred it honestly. Yeah. Like
1: like cuz I feel like we get we get the the stuff that where the the story starts to really kind of go off the rails is when it's trying to head into the direction of getting us a neat ending. Yeah. Like a neat wrap, you know, wrapped with a bow ending, like the 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 movie can, like has to Sort of justify a little bit more of what exactly the mechanics are of stuff, you know. But yeah, then it doesn't. If you, if you quite lick pay all the that rock,
0: you can see the the map through the wormholes. I was like, oh, that's well, dumb.
1: <laughs> well, not only that, but like, it's like you know, like like okay. For instance, the, like they introduced a cool idea with the whole idea of. Uh, the grass doesn't move dead things, Mm. right? Like, that was a cool idea. And then they used it mechanically in a cool way where someone was like, oh, I'm creeped out. I'm by this dead dog. And then the other person was like, oh, perfect. Stay there and keep talking and we'll walk to you and that'll be an immovable place that we can walk to. You know, um, like, that was a cool payoff of that mechanic. Yeah. But then it sort of got a little too... It, like it the problem is is that it kind of it took the system of what was happening, tried to explain part of it so that it could use it mechanically in a cool way, uh, and then jumped straight back into a lot of vagaries about exactly what was going on and mm-hmm. how it worked because it wanted to like just produce the scary you don't know where you are anymore kind of yeah. thing again, so like it jumped back into like oh, it's time loops. And there's multiple dead versions of the same guy. And like, you know, oh, he's killed him a couple times before. But Which t- has it really he make killed him? That sense, doesn't make sense any... the way yeah, the time exactly. That's to what work. I mean. like, like, it doesn't make sense. And it's in like, uh, there's a, so okay, so this reminded me of a thing. And this is, I actually like to bring this up because, you know, one of my favorite things like we had talked uh, or we had seen that GDC talk about Try To learn from everything, even yeah. from like uh, you know, media that you don't enjoy, try to learn something from it. And what this sparked my idea, my mind on, was a talk that I had seen by uh, uh, fantasy novelist uh, Brandon Sanderson. Um, who I've read a couple of his books, and uh, he's done Mistborn and uh, Stormlight Archive and stuff. Uh, he had a uh lecture that's on youtube um i'll see if it will link to it uh basically he's talking about magic systems and mm-hmm. he has uh three really four rules that govern like his use of magic systems and stuff um and it, uh, the talk goes into further depths and stuff. The important one that uh i'll talk about is the um the You can have vague, you know, magic systems or, you know, and here magic can be used for time travel or whatever the hell Mm -hmm. the Tallgrass is doing. You can have vague systems and you can have more specific, like hard magic. And you, both of those are fine to have. They're not better than inherently than the other. But if you're going to make something vital to the plot uh, and you, and you, like need it to be the thing that saves people or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, people that people rely on it or whatever, then it is better in that situation to make it an understood system. Yeah. And then you can use it in an unusual way and people will be like, Oh cool. I could have figured out if I thought about it, yep. but it doesn't, it doesn't feel cheap. I, I get it. That's cool. You know, versus having a vague system where you're more intent is to like show Awe uh, or or in in this case to show like horror, yeah. you know. Oh my god, I can't understand how to get out of this maze. Like, you know, the secret knowledge of licking that rock is is you know the only way that I would know what was going on. Like that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. both of those are fine to have, and but this movie mixed them and not in a way that came off very well because it was like, oh, dead things don't move. But then we're in a time loop that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But, hey, there's a wormhole. And if I walk through that wormhole, I'm pretty sure I'll come out. Yeah. But it's like, wait, how the fuck is, like, who knows? Yeah, like, it, does that the rest move completely things differently? or is it just
0: we keep walking through wormholes right. like idiots? So,
1: like, this movie in the story, I believe, I think it is, like, a built-in problem in the story. and I, I don't blame the movie makers specifically for this. Yeah. I think it's, you know, it's mixing that in a ineffective way um so
0: you know yeah it is interesting cuz i didn't really i didn't i neither liked or disliked the way the like it doesn't move dead things aspect was used because honestly i i i interpreted it as primarily existing as just more creepy foreshadowing like as soon as they said that i was like oh that's going to justify why somebody in the tall grass kills people, because they gotta kill people to create landmarks in (laughs) the grass. You know, like, it felt so... Well, that's... For the sake of... (laughs) Adding, uh... Like... Like, the tall grass was clearly dangerous and hazardous water... In a, like, um... What's the movie where it's two scuba divers who are just like left out in the world or out uh, in the ocean?
1: Um, I know what you're talking you know about. I mean.
0: Yeah, It's like, yeah, that's creepy. But uh, a, uh, a producer is going to say, cool, but we also need a shark in the water too. Open water. Open oh. water, yeah. So it's like the grass is the water and it's like, that's terrifying enough. Let's mm-hmm. be real, that's terrifying enough and it's within that like realm of believability plus a dash of supernatural seasoning that like that's actually my sweet spot. But it's like no movie audiences, quote unquote movie audiences are gonna need a shark, which mm-hmm. is the dad. And I just kind of assumed that the whole like it doesn't move dead things thing was gonna be the reason why whatever the shark in this hard story was right. was killing people, which now that I think about it is makes more sense than what actually happens, yeah, yeah is that oh no, actually the the rock just made them go all shining, and there's a lot of
1: like like I agree with you that they use the mechanic to find each other once, right, yeah, and I expected, okay, they're gonna use it again, and then they just don't but, yeah <laughs> and, and, and like and and then instead of using it again. To reinforce it and to, like make it they introduce the wormhole thing and then like i can use it oh no i can't predict the wormhole i don't know and then you know there's just a lot of filler that if they had, if they had i you know yeah i agree that if they had you know widowed it down and it's like okay we have a maze we have a minotaur, mm-hmm. and we have, you know, a ball of yarn. And then we also have shortcuts we inside all, yeah, the maze that are marked.
0: And we and also then... have a, a man running around with scissors cutting right, up yarn. Right. <laughs> so, like, it, it just kept adding on top yeah. and, like,
1: making it too convoluted, for sure. Yeah, and, like, uh, also,
0: it, it's convoluted, and also, it un- like, at least for me... The convolutedness beyond just making it more confusing and harder to track, and therefore being an unsatisfying experience. The layers actively detracted from the things I liked. Yeah, like it was neg- It was negatively impactful, not just messy. I,
1: I also so another thing about the ending of it. Um, I do think that the ending detracts a lot from the the story as a whole because a lot of the revealed character Mm -hmm. is all just like washed away entirely
0: it's not just washed away it's like sure you could be like oh this character's character arc of being of empowerment and growth is gone it's like yeah that sucks but then there's also like oh this guy's a fucking sketchy weirdo exactly exactly and we're gonna also forget about that too
1: right like like the the like everybody's character. yeah like so it's like oh like this you know boyfriend that like had that got this girl pregnant like he grew and then made a sacrifice for somebody other than himself and that's kind of wiped away right even, yeah because even, of the paradox right. like oh
0: he'll be fine right he still and, and,
1: exists and and he might not change in the same way that he did not have the same realization and might not be a good father yeah <laughs> as opposed you know if he had not wiped it away maybe he would have been if he was able to get out and then on top of that, you also have, like you said, like the creepy ass brother who's yeah. like, like kind of
0: incestuous and and it's heavily and weird. implied uh, in a way that like you wouldn't say those things in a movie right. if it wasn't tr- just true, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, it like, is that's it's, even King movie I should say. Like right. it's not done as just like a weird. Uh, Joke at the expense right, of that no, character it fine to
1: be like no, there's something to it, like,
0: yeah. and that's
1: yeah, and then no it's like no, nope, he's cool, and nobody knows yeah, and it's totally fine, yeah, uh,
0: like that all sucks, but uh, I also meant like you know the scene where you actually can literally see the dog go through the wormhole, yeah, I yeah. hate that so much because yeah. the thing that For I sure. liked about the premise was not only just the like banality of tall grass as a n- supernatural uh maze. Mm-hmm. It was that it was n- it wasn't observably supernatural, which right. was true pretty much up until that point cuz like, like even the jump scene is like I would cu- I would not really technically say that is observably supernatural cuz if you take those scenes out of context there's nothing supernatural there. It's two people jumping, and then they see each other. Right. And then two people jumping, and they see each other. It's only in like the understanding comparison. comics yeah, yeah. method of the way those sequences play together does it break your brain.
1: Right. Like I, ideally, like the the I, I I agree where like so the setup uh, just for anybody who's still like listening hasn't seen it is there's literally <laughs> they're at a barn or something. It's a, a bowling the, the, alley in oh, the middle really? of this field for no reason. Okay, so it's like a bowling alley and there's, so it's like a, you know, like an Island in the, the sea of grass. Yeah. So <laughs> there's a dog and there's one little patch of tall grass. That's literally like a foot square. Yeah. And the dog walks behind it and disappears kind of like, like those, like those old, um, like comedic cartoons of like, a bus, like, driving behind a lamppost and disappearing entirely, or something. You know, and, like, so, like it's A, it looks just funny and and silly, but, yeah, B, it also just demonstrates way too vulgar. Yeah, because you can put it to a frame-by-frame
0: point and be like, yep, there's half of a dog visible, and the other half of the dog is in a wormhole. Like,
1: it would have been better if someone walked into that grass and stood there and was like, oh, no, I can't. We, you know, I'm just, just still just standing there, and if you know, then they like look down or get too focused on the ground and then look up, and then they're gone, different, like, right. and you don't really see that from a third party perspective, or you right, know, like, which is how it, the
0: they do like the 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 sun rising and setting uh, when the boyfriend is there, where it's like. He's actually being really intelligent about it, like tracking the sun uh-huh. movement to know where he is, and then he just like breaks eye eye line with it for a second, and the sun's in a different spot. It's like yeah. that's fine because you didn't show it, you didn't like it wasn't like um. Have you ever done this in editor where like? You have... Yes. uh, Yeah, okay. Like, you have a a skybox or a time-of-day kind of configuration in the level, and you just have it on a slider, and you can just move it around in real time. Like, if they had done that, I would have hated it. Right. Uh, And that's kind... That's what... So it's, it's weird how they were, like, really good about that, until, like, the dog going through the wormhole, and then just, like, all the hallucination stuff at the end, which may or may not... And, like, the... The, like yeah kind of the grass the, people the, i don't the know the what to call them the, the, I, gra- I don't want to say indigenous or Native American because they're not that they're- uh, they're something made up by right. Stephen King, so right. I, just, I guess they're just the grass people they're, they're' the the grass people that might be aliens or might be might be aliens <laughs> I think they're intended to be just spooky. It, natives who live in the grass.
1: I think they are too, which kind of sucks. But, yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. I, but uh, and then again, like, yeah, there's just a whole lot of unnecessary stuff of like of just holding on stuff too long, like or or again with the pacing of it. Like, um, I looked at the album, this part actually is in the in the book, but like there's a whole thing where. Like the biggest point of gross outness or whatever is supposed to be like, you hear the bad guy at one point and be like, "Oh, <sighs> it's all just grass. All they're just made of grass. We're all we're, we're all grass. we're all grass." And he's like, "The flesh is all grass." And it's like, "Well, that's stupid," and yeah. it doesn't make any sense. And then later they return to that because, like, the chick who was pregnant gives birth and then. There's some parts where she's, like, eating something, and it's, like, the worst fucking sound on the planet. Right? Yeah, it's... Um, but then also, just because, like, I hate, hate mouth sounds like that, it just drives me up a fucking wall.
0: I think it's but intentional in this context. It's it not is, like it's an but, ASMR video but, uh, being like, oh, doesn't this sound great? It, it's literally,
1: like... But it 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 is, but it's, like, it's the cheapest... It's like a jump scare, but worse. Like it's like, Oh yeah, if you put nails on a chalkboard, everybody's not gonna like it, but that's not affecting that's that's affecting, you know, like No, I
0: because I don't um, have as a, a, as oh, an gosh, immediate egregious so reaction, I'm like, Oh
1: yeah, they did like good foley work. But anyways, so like she's eating something and then she's like, What is this? And it's like, yeah, I already know it's the fucking baby. All right. You showed me a baby and then for eating something that sounds gross. Like, I get it. And then he's like, no, it's just grass. It's just grass. And it's just like, God, this is the dumbest <laughs> fucking thing on the planet Earth. Like, this is so stupid. It's dumb. It's a shitty way to get, like, a gross-out thing, you know? Like, it... You know, and and I guess what's... A lot of it's context, a lot of it's set up. I would say that there are fine lines where you, that they, like, they... They definitely just don't know how to treat a lot of this stuff, and mm-hmm. like you know, they don't know how to have the proper build up to some of this stuff. Um, anyways, I, it just like a lot of it was just frustrating for me to watch. No, I, <laughs> like, I, a lot of it I was just kind of like, all right, like I I I got most of what I you know wanted yeah. out of this a while ago. That's like
0: all fair. I I most of my excitement to talk about was like I liked that first thirty minutes. So much in a vacuum that I was like, I want to talk about this with Grant. Yeah, the rest sucks, and we'll talk about that too, but I need to talk about the cool. Like, I think this is the perfect example of, and like you you referenced that GDC talk we really liked earlier, where it's like, there's some shit in here that is like cool and we can rip it right out of that movie and no one will notice because that movie's <laughs> not good. <laughs> right. And, you know? and,
1: and and on both sides of it too. Cause I do think I, maybe I would have had a sense of how to not do some of that kind of stuff, you know, like, mm. but now I have a really clear indicator of where it doesn't work well. Yeah. And, and like, it's like a really good marker of like, Oh, if I make something and if it, it all reminds me of <laughs> watching this movie, then i alarm bells will go off. I'll yeah. be like, "Wait a minute, we gotta change something." Yeah, so no, Like I, I, I think, I, I think, this think is there's the, value in that. I yeah, just, I think I this just, is a you know. great
0: example of like where, yeah, we always everyone talks about like over complaining, over tutorializing stuff, but like this is the quintal, quintessential example of like, don't explain anything, and it would have been. Yeah, way more interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and,
1: and like, and and there's stuff that I legitimately think is cool, and there's stuff that I like. We said like I I think that there's stuff in here that I really like the idea of. I just don't like the execution of all of it. But then there's some stuff that I like the execution of it. But mm-hmm. then it just wasn't followed through, and, and you know, part of the rest of the story at all, or or you know, so. The overall yeah. product might not be something that I, you know, would recommend to people or whatever. But like, I do think, yeah, there's still yeah value in in
0: watching it for so and, I and talking about it. Why run by you? I think the movie as a whole, but especially the first chunk that is the best chunk, I think it would have been way more in- or i think it would have been an improvement if it was never at night i think it is mm. so much more unique this spooky idea happening literally at like noon oh yeah no- totally. you know i that i think that's what made mm. it feel so like super the supernatural intruding on the banal world in yeah, the beginning, is it's just like, where are you talking about this? Is, it's. We're just driving on the highway in the middle of the day. Ha, right. Nothing's creepy is supposed to happen right now.
1: <laughs> and it's and, and honestly, it's creepier to me, someone getting exhausted and, and being like, and not be like, if it was just always daytime, yeah. right? And they're showing extreme exhaustion or whatever. And it's like, That's kind of what you feel like when you get lost in any situation. You're like, "This is going on forever." Like, I, you know, what, like, what is the like? So, I think that that's definitely would have been a better call. I, in general, if I was to adapt this, like, if someone was to bring it to me to adapt, I definitely would make it a Goosebumpsy type thing Mm -hmm. with, uh, you know, a a much shorter runtime in that twenty-five minute to thirty-minute kind of runtime uh I probably would have uh cut a decent amount of stuff uh out of it I probably would have limited it to like um I probably would have gotten rid of the brother character entirely um and Yeah, they're not really
0: necessary other than for walking dead S conflict later Yeah,
1: I, I I probably would have um I probably would have kept it. As, honestly, I probably would have gotten rid of the kid's parents entirely and made it just the kid and the woman and uh, the her boyfriend coming later. And she's like, the
0: one that lures the kid in in the loop. Yeah,
1: yeah. 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 I think
0: that works. Well, I think you
1: can- I, either way. Honestly, because I think I, she, you know, she could lure him in, or he could. Or the the boyfriend. Yeah, it depends learn and, who you want to make your um, point of
0: view character. I kind of assumed her just because she's the first
1: one. Yeah, but, but I, I think that, that would trim it down a lot. It gets a lot more. I think uh, you know the ending would be mm-hmm. maybe a little bit more left out in the open, and and honestly, it probably would be something like uh, the ending would probably be something like that uh, boyfriend sacrificing himself in the same way for the kid, mm-hmm. but it would be. Uh, you know, his parents, like, find him or something instead of her in a time loop or whatever.
0: I think you could salvage could. the she, loop. She could. You, and yeah. it could still ha- you could still make it work where it's like, oh, she, you know, because uh, her whole arc is like, she doesn't know if she wants to keep the kid or not. Right. If she's building a relationship with this other kid and she sacrifices herself for the kid, but the kid like, make it not her part of her plan make it more like, oh, she got the kid out, but the kid is smart enough to understand the sci fi just sure, sure. to yeah, then yeah, stop yeah. her from going in in the first place. Right. No, you that, still that preserve the sacrifice, but then you actually give her a happy ending. That's the only tied reason to
1: babies. The only reason I change it is that maybe maybe they both like eventually come out. I don't think that they're. If it's that, then I don't even know if there's
0: much of a reason for the boyfriend character. Oh like, right, I like, I, so, I forgot the boyfriend ooh, character still so exists like, in your version. I was yeah. cutting him too. I made it, literally yeah. just the kid and uh and the girl by this See, point. And I think I think that works. I think
1: the the I I do kind of like the idea of keeping the time loop version. I do kind of like the idea of making it. The main conflict is she's unsure about a kid, having a kid. Uh, and then her, her boyfriend clearly is, is not wanting a kid because mm-hmm. he abandoned her. And then the growth is like, she goes in, like she learns to like this kid, but then she, you know, dies. And then this guy, the boyfriend comes, tries to find the, her instead helps save a kid. And so he, at the end of it, of my one, he would still sacrifice himself for the kid, mm-hmm. you know, showing himself to be. You know, uh, uh, fatherly. You know, w- willing to sacrifice gotcha. himself, good guy, and that that could kid save the the girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and but I, she would not go back, and it would be the guy would be dead because the sacrifice needs to mean something.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. I guess it, like I, I guess I kind of see two different redoings in my head where it's like once the short film version where it's almost more like a like a primer. Where it's like it's more about the 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 concept and the the time travelness still. So that's why I'm like, oh yeah, it'd be cool if like we maintain the time loop and also every like the girl's the main character with the kid and the the girl saves the kid and then the kid saves the girl and like that's just yes that is a paradox that undermines character development, but also it makes for a cool concept piece, Um, or uh the creepy pasta version where it's somehow like the idea I would want to do there is like maybe it's the boyfriend at that point, just because I think they're the character that would be able to speak through the like I or at least I'd be able to speak through that voice the best. And it's like you're finding the no, like quote unquote journal, whatever the least stupid version of a journal they're keeping over the course of this time period is Mm -hmm. because one thing i would want to keep especially it uh i would want to keep in both versions is the idea that while i want it to be daytime the whole story i also want to portray the idea that months are going yeah yeah a long time yeah Um, yeah yeah. but i want to be noon that whole time yeah uh I'm so su- actually so related to that Grant, I'm surprised you didn't bring this up because part of what I thought was so interesting about the movie tied into the extremely specific bizarre fear I have told you about in the past yeah. that uh originated from when I used to be a dishwasher <laughs> at a restaurant and it was the fear that uh I w- the clock would be Seven, uh, let's say seventeen minutes away from when I'd be punching out. So, like, just long enough that you can't just walk the fuck out. Uh, and you're doing an insanely banal task, like washing dishes, or walking around. And you around finish, field. and you're doing a task that never properly ends. If you're do- if you're working a morning shift at a restaurant, you don't finish doing the dishes. You do the dishes until you punch out and the person doing the night shift comes. You're never done. Your your work doesn't end. And you keep doing the dishes, and you look at the clock, and it's still 17 minutes until your shift ends. And you do that for fucking hours, and every time you look at the clock, the clock is still at 17 minutes until your shift ends. And anyone you remotely acknowledge this happening to has no idea what the fuck you're talking about you know why i didn't bring that up it's funny
1: that you say that i actually mentioned i like not sorry mentioned, i mentioned i thought about it first like a bit it, somewhere in the middle of watching this movie um but by the time i got to the end it wasn't clear that it was oh, the yeah, same the, thing it yeah the it end goes is in not such that a, at all. it goes in such a, a different like Weird ass path that I was like, oh, maybe it's not that applicable. Yeah, no, it's 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 why
0: I like those first thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's that combination of like a insanely banal world, uh, and the idea that you the creepiness stems from the fact that you can't rely on and trust your own senses, not the fact that you see a giant magic rock in the in the field, Mm -hmm. you know. But yeah, so that's that is why I I like this movie, and I I will I feel like I can recommend this movie specifically to in the context of the thing we like do doing it, it's, which is sometimes we're wa- what we're watching is trash, but there's something cool in it, and it's a cool especially if it's a cool thing that we can easily recycle. Um, I think that. Is different than like, oh man, this movie's trash. And there's some cool things. I will never be able to use these cool things somewhere else. Like that's uh. not this. I think it, like I I after I watched this, I was like, fuck, I really want to write a short story that is this, but not bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, you know what this movie did remind me of though.
1: Uh, and it's 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 a similar. It's a similar type deal. Uh, it's and it's it's funny because I've I've actually used this uh, on a, on a project. Bits of it. Um, it reminded me of the oh gosh. I want to say. Hold on. Let me look real quick. I want to say twenty eleven, but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Um, two thousand eight. Uh, the two thousand eight movie, The Ruins. Did you ever see The Ruins? Uh,
0: is that the one? It's, where it's more they, problematic they get, than this,
1: but... It, yeah,
0: it's, like, ink it in has, temples, and then they yeah. get, like, a plant stuck in them, and it grows out of their bodies. Pretty much. Okay, uh, so then, it's, yes, it's, I have it's, seen it's, that movie.
1: It's in Mexico, so I believe it's... Uh, I believe it's supposed to be Mayan.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, but, yeah, it's... uh Yeah, basically, they... These, like like, kids that are on, I don't know, like...
0: Spring break, or something. Spring break,
1: essentially, but they just decide... I think they are looking for the ruins. Like, they just, like...
0: Oh, I think, yeah, I think it's that classic story of, like, three chuckleheads and one grad student who really wants to see this
1: cursed place. So they go to, like, yeah, they go to this, like, uh, pyramid uh, that they find... It's like my step pyramid in Mexico and they go down and explore it or whatever. And it's like the plants are alive and trying to eat them, basically.
0: I, and so yeah, I, I, if I remember it correctly, I thought that more of like an infection and like a fungal thing than well, a like sentient plants. It's uh, I, I mean, also it's not I saw not, this movie 10 years yeah, ago. Yeah, It's so. not like
1: sentient, but I mean, it's like. They're pretty active. Like, OK, here's the problem. OK. It's both. They inside the pyramid. It's like the plant chases them out and like Mm -hmm. wants to eat them. They get out of the pyramid and then they want to leave, but they can't leave because here's the problematic part: um, the locals are superstitious about the pyramid, and so these locals who are just like Mexican people, like they're they're not like they. have a bunch of bows and arrows for some reason instead of, like, I don't know, a, a gun. gun. Yeah. But, um, but they're superstitious as well. They don't want these kids to leave the, the temple because they think they'll, like, bring the curse to their mm-hmm. village or whatever. You know, stereotypical bullshit. Um, anyways, so... Uh, they are forced to stay on the pyramid, and that's where, like... Yeah, like, the plants get into them somehow. Oh, so I had
0: a different reading of that. And like, not to say it makes it any less problematic, but I, I thought the, the like superstition curse thing was like a, a product of the language barrier. And it was more like, no, you guys went into a, a quarantine zone and you're infected. We're not leaving you leave with this infection, which is, Vines growing out of your your cuts or whatever.
1: I don't think that they were showing that they were, had vines in them. By the right, but then.
0: I thought it was more just like no, you literally went into like a infected yeah, area, I mean, whatever. And so it's, like it's you're all, definitely infected, all, and we're not going to yeah. leave you leave while carrying this horrible infection. Kind of thing. That's that how I remember. remember. Again, uh, it was ten years ago. years
1: ago, so yeah, I don't remember. But anywho, they. Yeah, they get infected and they get plants in them and stuff and then uh it just like in the in the tall grass too, there's like some really shitty CG that feels very similar to the Too Fast, Too Furious uh CG that oh, goes yeah, through the Oh yeah, the ground up
0: Oh, <laughs> That was so bad. No,
1: well you remember the, the the uh Too Fast Too Furious where it would like he'd press the button and it would like go through like the cgi would like go through the engine they basically did the same thing in in the tall grass where they had like a grass like wrapping around her heart or something at one point yeah it was like yeah it was bad that was weird and i
0: don't think it meant anything i
1: I, I don't think that there actually was grass in her right yeah Yeah. anything
0: that that could be interpreted as a hallucination was dumb and if it was literal it was also dumb Yeah, but anywho, yes, it it does remind me of that. Weirdly, it reminded me of that movie as well. And the only reason I remember the runes at all is because the the least dumb guy in that movie was the main guy in a show I really liked in high school Uh, called The Black Donnellys, Uh which was like, um, you know, the first hour of any Grand Theft Auto. Game where you're not actually a crime boss, you're just kind of a violent guy who helps people, right? Yeah, um, that was this show for like the New York Irish Catholic mob. Got it, and it was great. It was about four brothers, and they all had like quirky personalities in like an ocean state like kind uh, of
1: vibe. Isn't aren't aren't the isn't the like Irish family in GTA 4 called the Donnellys? Uh, I think so. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't yeah. know. Like, but yeah, it seems like the same thing. Yeah. I
0: highly recommend the show The Black Donnellys. Yeah. Uh, it ends on a cliffhanger. No, I remember, now this is the Black Donnellys episode of the I, podcast.
1: I, I, I do remember that there was some, like, reference of the ruins that we actually, like, cool shots and stuff that mm. actually was, like, referenced for a game. So, like, yeah, you can... yeah reference stuff, and take whatever from wherever, and yeah, if it's a bad horror movie that nobody's seen, even all the better, because then all people the will be like,
0: that's a cool shot! And it's like, yeah, it is. I didn't think of yeah, it. Yeah, if you do it well, no one will notice. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho, The Black Dollies is pretty good. I, I think <sighs> it holds up. I watched it with uh, Steve Steven, when I lived with him a couple years ago, uh-huh. and he got into it, so I think it holds up. Has uh, Olivia Wilde in it before she got famous. Yes. Yeah.
1: Cool. Well, that's that's that. Yep. Uh, Well, I think we'll thank uh, Brenda for her awesome artwork and thank Mm -hmm. Dave for editing and giving us some theme music. Yeah. If you want want to comment and let us know if you saw this or not, Uh, watch.
0: Just watch the first thirty minutes, like
1: yeah, yeah, Great, yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. You
0: can agree to that, like first thirty yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah, sure,
1: yeah. I'd say you can turn it off, like after the guy draws the kid back in. Yeah. Um. Anywho, uh, I think that's it for us. Yeah. See ya.